Boker Tov. Today's staff is staff Chof Zayin in Tanis again for four Shlomo for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal. <coughs> We're at the uh, near the top of the page, about four lines down, and uh, just Irving, your point yesterday about uh, about the Conan being drunk, etc. Uh, the Yisur is if he if he drinks a, a Ravius. In other words, a Nazir, like we said, yeah, Nazir not to have anything, right? He can't even have a hard sign. He can't even have a great pit. Whereas a Kohen, uh, when he, the Isser that he gets Misa for, he gets, it's a lav if he drinks even beer. But for wine, he's got to drink a Ravias. So if he has just a small sip, then he's not really puzzled for working in the, uh, you know, to do a vote in the base of Migdash. So there's clearly a difference there, but we still have the issue of why did he have to bring down the Hekish from Nazir? You know, I mean, it's, it's, it seems, it, it, the idea is that it's, a, it's a, that Nasiyah's Kapayim is somewhat like an Avoda, and therefore you shouldn't be drunk. But it doesn't mean you can't drink anything, it just no, means you shouldn't. The Ravius concept, you don't think would apply by Nasiyah's Kapayim. No, it, it, maybe it would. It would, you can't be drunk. So a, a, a Ravius can make you drunk, that's right. the point, that's the point. Yain v'sheikh al-tesh, and the portion there say that it's a, a Ravius. If you drink a Ravius, you're chayib. Less than a Ravius, if you just had a sip, you're not a Nazir. So there's clearly a difference there. And the, and the Gemara says, really, that the uh, comparison is only in a smach to the Rabbanah. I was just thinking, how do you then make a bracha after a Kiddush? Why not? Because you drink enough. You have to make, you have to no, drink no, enough. let's say that you drink a Ravius. More than a Ravius. Yes, yeah. And then you have to make a bracha for Oh, are you I drunk? Mean, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. How do you make a bracha if you're drunk? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think the idea is that you're not totally out of it just because right. you're a little bit drunk. How do you bench? Right. After a meal, right. you bench. Forget about how you mad. How do you bench? Right. The answer is not totally drunk, but the it, for the avodah, the base hamigdash, you have to be at a higher level. The corner have to be at a higher level, and they shouldn't be at all inebriated, you know. Whereas for a regular person, yeah, it's it's nice to eat. Said yesterday too that he, he, I think he said, I don't know, philosophically, there's a difference if you have food too. Yeah, yeah, it could be. So it could, could be. be yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the point is that you could be, you could be, you know, full satiated, a little bit out right. of it. That, that means you're not right to do the avoda, and, and and that's why you shouldn't be you shouldn't duchen at mincha time. That's the point. Mincha gedola time, you shouldn't be doing duchening time because duchening is similar to avoda. That's the idea. The point that the Rashi made that, that we learned from Yain Sheikher Al Teish Vlachem and the Sias Kapaim Rashi says is Mayn avoda, Mayn avoda. So the, again, the comparison to Nazir seems to be not only redundant, but it's it's like it, it's even worse. What's the you know? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah. Okay, so back in our Gemara here. So the Mishnah said that Elim Mamados, these are the Mamados, these are the uh, watches that the, that the, the, the Israelim have. And then it says the Fishin Emirates Savas Ben Israel. It's like a strange thing. My Cumber, what do you mean? These are the Mamados, like you're, you're explaining what they are. You're, tra- you're saying, what are the Mamados? Then you said, well, I got a Pusik. Yeah, but what are the Mamados? You haven't explained what they are. Zach Gummer, Elim Mamados. These are the Mamados that we're going to explain what they are, that the Jews stand there and they read the Psukim and they say Davening and they say Halal, etc. What's the reason why they were metakin it originally? It doesn't say in the Torah you should have a mamad there. It talks about the corner, have to do the avodah. Levim have to do the singing, right? And they're playing the instruments. It doesn't talk about the Israelim. Why is it? The Fishim, because Paskes Savas, Ben Israel, Martolehem. Command Ben Israel and tell them, Eskarbani my meal offering that you bring to me, Li'ishai, for burning, that's a carbon tamir, an ola. How can you bring carbon? What are you mailing it in like they say? You know, you're gonna you're you're bringing a carbon for you, and what are you you're going to you're going to the baseball game while they're playing while they're bringing your carbon? You should be there. What's going on? So the Vim Rishonim said that Shmuel Shmuel Navi and David Amelach 
that Esrim Avram Mashmos, that they, they established 24 shifts, as we've said many times, 24 shifts. Uh, each shift works for a week, twice a year. And we'll explain how we get to the 24 soon. I'll call Mishmar, Mishmar, and every Mishmar, there was a Mamad of Kohanim, and calls here the Mamad is going on everything. In other words, there's a shift. The Mamad is like a standing or a shift. Include the Kohanim, we're going to do the work. Levim, we're going to do the singing and, do, and aiding. Vishal Yisrael and the Israelim. And we said yesterday that the Israelim even helped sometimes with gathering the wood, and they did things in there too, right? So there's a, that's all part of it. When it came time for their shift, so Kohanim, Levim, only Yerushalayim, Kohanim, go up to Yerushalayim. And as we said yesterday, the Israelim who are Yerushalayim residents or the vicinity, they also come there. The other ones go into their town, the other Israelim go into their shuls and their towns if they're part of that Mishmar. Tanarban Esmar Mishmaros, Barrett Sol, there's 24 Mishmaros in Eretz Israel, Vishtemis Rebircha, and 12 in Yericho. So it sounds like 24 plus 12. It sounds like there's 36. So Shtemis Rebi Yericho, Nefish and Lutovah, that's too many. We said, all we talk about, we're going to see Psukim, 24 Mishmaris. So we start off with less, why not with 24? How do you get 36? Elano, Shtemis Rebi Yericho, but Yericho, whatever's out of the 24, 12 were in Yericho. What does that mean? What do you mean that 12 were in Yericho? It doesn't mean the 12 resident in Yericho. There was 24 Mishmaris, they served, they served for one week twice a year, right? So what does that mean? He gives my Mishmar Laos when it came time for that week's Mishmar, you were due for this particular week, you know, from Shabbos to Shabbos. So Chatsia Mishmar Hayol Meretz Israel Yishlaim. Half of them were assigned, they went to Yishlaim. But Chatsia Mishmar Hayol Li Yericho is the Girsa. They went to Yericho so that Kadeshi Yisapkumayim Mosan Lachem Shirushalayim. In other words, half of the Mishmar actually did the vote and half worked as servicing them. They supply, They gave the supplies. They went to Yericho. Yericho was nearby Yerushalayim, and they brought supplies to the people there. They needed food, etc. You know, you needed a whole catering service, right? They had to have supplies and, and toilet paper, whatever they needed. They brought from Yericho to Yerushalayim. That's how it was. It was also, first of all, Yericho was, was not dry. Right, yeah. Right, Yericho had the ability right, to so they And it was nearby. Right, right so they, they, play, they supplied that. I'm Rabbi Yerushalayim. You need all three. That's the Lucha Kanvis. You need the Israelim also. Do Mamet come to Israel? Masisa Tanner of Shimrelazar says that Kohen and Levi and Kleishir Machpinus Akarbim. Kohen and Kleishir. Here he mentions the instruments, the flutes, right? Those things. Mike Mifugi or the oboe, whatever it was that they used there. They come. Mike Mifugi. Marsover Ikashir Repair. Marsover Ikashir Beklu. The same Achlukz we had this before in Egmar and Sukkah. That is the main shir, is the main shir with the Levi and Israel singing. And the musical instruments just accompany them, or is the main uh, the main avoda that the levim do is with the instruments, and then they sing along with that. Okay, so that was the uh, that was how, how it was done. They all again, the Korn levim uh, from that mishmar worked in Yerushalayim, and the Yerushalayim residents, the Israelim, also did their mamad there in Yerushalayim near the base of Megdash, and the uh, people around Israel in Haifa and Tel Aviv and uh, wherever they were. They went into the Bate Kniyasot and they did the davening there. Again, they did that. They were assigned one week, twice a year as part of that Mishmar. And they fasted, as we said, Monday to Thursday. And they said the Tfilos and read the Psukim. Read the Psukim. Amr Chama or the Girsas Amr Chista. Barguri Amr Moshe Tikkun Yisrael Shmona Mishmar. So we said there's 24, right? But Moshe originally signed, he divided the Kohen Movim into eight shifts. Abram Elazar, Dal Mi Samar, right? Of the two, of uh, Elazar and Isamar, the Aaron Cohen's two remaining children, they were Elazar and Itamar. So we divide Elazar's family into four shifts. 
and Itamar's family into four shifts. So he got eight. Bashmul, Shmuel, and Navi came later. He divided as the Jews got bigger, the population got bigger. They needed, there were more of them, so they divided into 16. But David, David Melch, later on, after Shmuel came from Midan, Alas from Barbara, he made 24. Shinemar, Bishnasar, Bon, Machs David. In the 40th year of Machs David, when Shmuel Levi wasn't around anymore, he was already gone. Nidrashu, they saw it, the Matsibahem Gimori Chayal, they found these men of valor, the Yazar Gilad, and you don't see it from this Pasik, but that Pasik is in Divrei Yaman. This is like a summary, this is at the end, a synopsis after all the. All the previous Pukim listed the 24 Mishmarot. So he says in David's time, there, already, there were 24. Mesveh. So you're saying here, again, the Moshe made eight. Shmuel came along and made, made out of it 16, divided into 16. And David and Melch made, 20, made uh, 24. Now the Gemara's ask, wait a minute. We have a Bryce which says Mesveh. Moshe, taking only Yisrael, Shmuel, and Mishmaros. He made eight. That makes sense. Arba, Melos, Varmasama, like we said before. But David and Shmuel, it sounds like David and Shmuel together came to meet in Alasrim Ba'arba. Shinemer, Hema, Yosad, they established, right? They founded David and Shmuel, Haroah, Shmuel, the, the seer, you know, the Bemunasim in their, in their, like, their set ways, their set office, in their, like, in their administration, David and Shmuel together made the 20. It sounds like Moshe made eight, and David and Shmuel came and divided into 24. Says, no, Hafi Kamar. From the foundation of Dovin and Shmuel or Masi, it doesn't mean that Dovin and Shmuel together expanded it from 8 to directly to 24. It means from the uh, administration of Shmuel and Dovin together. Shmuel did, went from 8 to 16, and uh, Dovin took it from 16 to 24. So that itself is not a problem. However, the next case will be a problem. Because we're saying here again that Moshe started with 8, divided. Uh, Aaron's two, con, two sons, the Lazar and Itamar, gave him four each of their eight mishmaros, right? That, that, that means if it was only eight, they had to serve more times a year, obviously, right? Not, if there's 24, if there's 24, and there's like a little more than 48 weeks in a year, so they did basically twice a year. If there's eight, they had to do whatever, like six times a year, right? And then he divided into 16 and 24. Now, the Gemara says, time to another price says this, Moshe, Tikkun Yisrael, Sheshis rate. So here, it's changing. This price says that Moshe made 16 mishmaros, not eight. Shmona Elazar, Shmona Yitamar. Uksharab of Bnei Elazar, Bnei Yitamar, when Elazar's family got, uh, grew much greater than that of Yitamar, so there were a lot more Kohanim there. So, so they, what they did was, Elazar's, Elazar's had more people, it was divided into 16, so then he had 24. So the point though is that Moshe had started off with 16, and when there were more of Elazar and Yitamar, so they divided Elazar into, Elazar's group was divided from 8 into 16. But uh, Itamar stayed at eight, so it was a total of 24. And Avram's not even here. <laughs> Avram, Avram Irving just did one of your, one of your jobs where you, you could heard that, right? I've <laughs> heard that, I've heard that. You're, but I'm here, I'm here. here. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not here in the room. <laughs> he heard it already. Okay. Yeah. Fine, so the number of the it's not because they had no work to do, it's because there were too many Kohanim. There were too many Kohanim, there were more Kohanim, and people, this way people didn't, you know, he had to divide up the work equally, yeah, so everybody got a chance, everybody, everybody had a chance to do it, right, exactly. Uh, the same amount, the same Karbonis were the same. Could be that there were more Karbonis too as the, as the people uh, uh, expanded, as the number of Jews expanded, but in terms of the regular Avodah, yeah, it's just you have more people, so divide it up equally, exactly. So says again, it says here in Divrei Yaman, 
their chiefs were more min b'nei tamar. They grew more. They, they, that family grew more. They had more children, etc. They grew more. So Lazar was grew into, instead of eight, went into 16. Stay the same. But Omer, and another Pasuk says, we're going to, Mark's going to say, what do you need another Pasuk for? It says, base of Echad achuz Lazar. And Lazar was added on only one more proportional meaning, like one more house. I mean, speak, one more unit was added to Lazar, over and above what he had. So if he had eight before, if he had eight shifts in the Lazar, now there was another eight, and that's 16. What Tamar had was the same one that he had before. What he had before is what he had now. My Vomer, what do you need the second Pasuk for? How do you know over here? Another, what we're saying, we're digging on another brisa. The, the first brisa we said, Rav Chaim Rechisa said that right, that Moshe started with eight, Shmuel made it sixteen, David made it twenty-four. This brisa says Moshe started with sixteen, and then when Elazar got bigger, so when Elazar got bigger later on, they made Elazar sixteen, and Etamar stayed the same. But how do you know that Elazar that um, that that uh, and Etamar both started off with with uh, with eight? The first Pasik by Yimotsub and Elazar Ravman says, okay, Elazar was much greater, and they divide Elazar into 16, and then Isamar was 8. Okay, maybe some was 8, but maybe they both started off with 4. How do you know? They also grew more. Obviously, Elazar was much greater than Itamar from the first Pasik, but maybe Itamar also grew to some degree, and they both started off with 4. They both started with four. Elazar eventually got to eight and then 16, and, he, and Itamar went from four to, four to eight. Now, Tashma, no, the second post says, based off Echad Achuz Lazar, Elazar's group grew by one unit. That was what he had before he had now. So if he's now 16, that means he had eight before. But Achuz Achuz Itamar stayed the same. So if Itamar ended off with eight, and he stayed the same. That means he started off with A2. The point, though, here is you see, Tiyufta de Rav Chama Barguria, or Rav Chista Barguria, as we said. Rav Chista, Rav Chista said, what, that Moshe started off with, with what? With 8. Then Shmuel did 16. Then David did 24. And here we're saying that Moshe started off not with 8. Moshe started off with 16. Because he started off with Elazar and Itamar each getting 8. And later on, Elazar was expanded to 16 for a total of 24. So Amalekhar of Chista Barguri or of Chamar, who is saying to Tanoi, it's a machlok stanoi, banada amri kiaitana, damar shmona. What's your problem? I go like the one who said eight, eight, it went from eight to 16 to 24. Yours, and it was eight to 16 to 24. You brought down this other Bryce, which says that it started with 16 and went to 24. Moshe started off with 16. Okay, I also have a Bryce, which says that. I have a Bryce, says Moshe taking Israel Shmona. I go like the one who said that it started with 16. So we have different opinions. Did Moshe start off with eight, then Shmuel went to 16, then Dovid went to 24? Or did Moshe start off with 16 and then it was expanded to 24? Tan two lines from the bottom of Chaf Zayin Amadal. Arba Mishmaros Olumanagola. So again, we said that there were really, there were 24, even in David's time, there were 24 Mishmaros. However, they went into Golis, and what happens when Jews go into Golis? They don't want to come they back, right? They stay in Golis, right? So only four out of the 24 went up. We'll see, Yehoyariv was, was, was originally the first one. He was the chief of them, he was the start off. He didn't want to come up. He didn't want to come up. Talking about Abram Mishmaros, Olam, and Agola. The Eileen, who were they? Yedaya, Charim, Pashur, Ve'emer. 
Rashi says that the Pashkur is not mentioned in the 24, in, in the uh, Divrayom, when you mention the 24, the actual names, Pashkur is not mentioned. So the Bach says it could be they had different names, it could be they had a different name, but these are the four that went up. And, and uh, Rashi says, uh, if you look in Rashi, we're on the last line of the Gemara now, but look in the last line of Rashi. They stayed in Bols, they didn't want to come back with Ezra, right? We all know the story. So Nerviyam got up there, only four came back. And so you have to have 24 Mishmaros, right? So what did they do? They took those four and they divided those four into 24, meaning each one of them was divided into six. Right, each one of the four: Yedaya, Charim, Pashur, and Amar. The Hulk of Amidim Al Eshem Ba'arba. Once he had twenty, once he had twenty-four, what was going to be the order? So Balalum, they they put them, uh, mixed them up together. They made like a, a lottery and had the names of each one. Vinosnu Bakabi, they put him in the in the lottery box. By Yedaya, Vinatal Chelko, Bechelak, Chavera, Chavera of Sheish. He came. So Yedaya, who was the first one, meaning Yedaya was really number two originally, and before in the first place of English, Yedaya was number two, but Yoyarov, who was number one, didn't bother showing up. Now he didn't come back up. So Yedaya took his place and he took, he put his hands in. It's brought down in the Gemara and Erech that he that miraculously he when he put out the lottery, he took the other five who were from his group too. In other words, we said there were four. Each of the four divided into six. So it was Yedaya plus four five other family members of his group. So he got those other five also, and that was the order. You know, they picked them out in that order. That's how they served. Yedaya went first, and the next one that he picked out was from his family. That would, he, that group, that whatever the name was, Aaron, Moshe, whatever the name was, went number two, and then number three, number four, and five, number six. Then Bacharim, the next Charim was number two. That was his, in the original order. He came and he picked out six, and miraculously he got his own plus the other five from his family, and that was their order. They did the next six weeks. The said, listen, you know, the guy who didn't show up, Yoyarev didn't come back up with Ezra. Shafil Yoyarev, Rosh Mishmeres, even if he, he was original, the first one, in, in the first buys. Ola, even if he decides to show up now, Lo Yidcha should not be pushed out of his place. Ella Yedaya Iker, Yedaya is the main one, the Yoyarev Tafalo. And Yoyarov will be next in. Meaning, if Yoyarov does show up, Yedaya will still go first. But, so if Yoyarov does it, then you'll have 25, right? Because you already have 24 now, plus Yoyarov. So let's say, you know, Yedaya will, will, will cut it down to five. His group will be recalculated, re, uh, re, um, recalculating, uh, from, from six to five. And when their five is done, then Yoyarov will go second because he didn't show up on time. Not like everybody was complaining that they can't come to Israel. You know, why, what is the government doing to us? They can't come in. Show up. Thank Aliyah. What do you want? Yisrael, Shabbos, Mishmar, Wisconsin, Baruch, Mekorah, Masa, Bracious. So where do you get this from? I mean, we understand that it's supposed to, we got the idea, Karbani, Lachmi, Yishai. How does it look? They're bringing Karbanas for you, and you're playing ball. I mean, you should show up and, you know, and, and pray that the Karbanas should be accepted. That's what you should do at this time. So what's, uh, but what's the idea of reading Bracious? You know, we said, remember the, remember the first day they read the first two parts, Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, and the second day, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi. Where do you get this from? Where does it come from? So, it wouldn't be for the Mamados of saying this, of meaning the Mamad. The Mamad here, again, Anshi Mamad, the Israelim, is really part of the whole group. They're all part of a watch. 
in each of the 24 watches, each, you know, uh, the week that they serve, Kornim serve, Levim serve, and Yisraelim serve. The Kornim bring the Karbanas, Levim do the Shira and help with the uh, construction, and the Yisraelim say the Tfilos and read the, read the Mikra. So if it wouldn't be for the whole Mahamad, if it wouldn't be this whole thing, if it wouldn't be for the whole process of Kornim Levim from bringing the Karbanas, the, the world wouldn't exist. Lonus Kamshamarits, the heavens and the earth wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't exist. Avram said to Shalom, how do I know Kirashena? How do I know that I'm that I'm gonna it'll be a Yerusha, I'll have it forever? Avram, Shalom, Shema Yisrael Chotin. How do I know I'm gonna maybe Israel will sin? You'll kill them all like in the in the in the generation of the flood or the Dar Flug where you'll separate maybe we won't we, even the Dar Flug they didn't die, but they won't be in Eretz Israel anymore. You'll you'll spread them all out. How maybe you're gonna do that. Amalay low, love, I won't do that. Amalfan Barshlam, Hodiani Bamarashana, show me how will I how will I show me proof, how will I always be able to have Eretz Israel? Amalay, Kahali Eglam Mishuleshis, take for me three calves, the ace mishuleshis, and three goats. Right and bring this. That's the uh, carbon that he's bringing. Meaning, he's hinting if you bring carbonos, then you'll be you'll be you'll be atoned for. Okay. In other words, how will I know? Maybe Israel will sin and will be exiled, and we won't have Eretz Israel anymore. He says, "No worry. Bring carbonos. You bring carbonos. That's okay." Because uh, they translate egum as like a third groan or the third one. But the uh, Rashi says it's 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 three. You bring three. That's part of kabbalas. I'm going to find a baruch That's fine. Bring kabbalas when there's a base of mikdash. I can bring kabbalas. There's man shem mikdash kaim mate. And what's going to happen when there's no base of mikdash? What are we going to do there? I'm below kvar tekantulim seder kabbalas. I've already I've already put in in the uh, in the Torah the seder of kabbalas. How you do it? There's man shekorn lefanai lefanai. If they read the Seder Kabbalas, like we say Kabbalas every day, if you bring the Kabbalas, Malin Elam Kilakrivim, it's as if we brought them. It's what we say every day. We say the Kabbalas, Yiratzon, Kilu, Shailu, Krafti, Otam. Right? Kilu, Krafti, Lefanai. Bani Mochelhem, I'll come will I will um, forgive them for all their sins. So that's the importance of saying the Kabbalas. Today we can't bring the carbon yet. But by saying the parsha of Karbanos, we're mocho them. So that's the idea over here, because if it wouldn't be for the, if the Israel would be destroyed, right? Now, why, how do we know that we're always going to exist? Because we could always bring Karbanos. Okay, can't Karbanos, you could bring, you could say the Karbanos. Okay, but if you wouldn't be able to do that, we would be destroyed. If we would be destroyed, the world wouldn't exist either. Rashi says that everybody would, would, would be gone. Once, if they would be destroyed, Israel would be destroyed. Also, the Shemaimarts is only here because of the Jews who are doing Hashem's will. Otherwise, the whole world would be destroyed. So that's why they read my Sabratius. means over here, the people, the Israelim in Yerushalayim. Remember, the Karnam Levim actually work in the base of Mikdash, and the Israelim who come nearby accompany them. They're mispal for their brothers who are, that the, that the Karnam should be accepted by Hashem. And Shemamed, that means the people in the cities, in Haifa, etc., in, in Tel Aviv, they should be davening, miskansel the Knesses, and they, and they also say the Tfilus there, they're mispal, the ocean dal tennis, and they, and they, and they have four fasts, both in Yerushalayim and elsewhere, they have four fasts. When do they fast? B'Sheni, B'Shabbos, B'Shishi, B'Vivah, We said Monday to Thursday they fast. B'Sheni, on Sheni, Al Yordei Hayam, because on the second day of creation, it says, Yehi Rekia B'Sochamayim, mentions water. So on the second day, they pray for those who are traveling at sea. They're not just praying that they're Korbanos. It sounds like 
the ones in the base of the Yisrael there are, are mispowel for that the carpenter should be accepted. And the ones outside are mispowel on, on, on Monday, they're mispowel for Yerdei Hayam. Bishlishi um, on, on Tuesday, Al Hochem Boros. Why? Because there it says, in the third day of creation, it says, Vesebra Hayabasha. So the people on dry land in, the, in Midbar should also be saved from wild animals. Buravi on Wednesday, Al Askara, that the children shouldn't get croup or some throat disease which, uh, which uh, constricts their throat and they could die from. Why is that? Because there, it says over there on, on the fourth, on Wednesday, was when the Maoros, Maoros Berkia Shemayim, when the, um, uh, the uh, luminaries, right, the sun and the moon, everything was put up in, on Wednesday, and it says Maoros without a vav. It says it was chaser, which is like a curse, ma'aras. So that's how you get the idea that they shouldn't be cursed, so we must bow for them. But Hamishi, Alubus Menikas, on the fifth day, it says Yishritsu. They should, uh, they should swarm, or they should, you know, they should animals. So we want people to be fruitful. The Chamisha would pray for alubros and Menikas on the girls who are pregnant and nursing. that they shouldn't uh, miscarry. And Menikas, they should be able to nurse their children. But Arab Shabbos, so that's what they fasted for Monday through Thursday. Sounds like, it really sounds like this, that they were fasting and praying for these things. And the, 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 the Yisraelim near the base of Migdash and Yerushalayim, they were misbelled that the carpenter should be accepted. And these other Jews were misbelled for these things. And Shabbos, they didn't, they didn't fast on Friday and they covered a Shabbos. They should come into Shabbos not uh, starving and not in bad shape. Kavacham Shabbos Atma, certainly on Shabbos itself, that uh, you don't fast. Be'echavashavah is my time alone. Why don't they fast on Sundays? What's wrong with Sunday? So we said in the Mishnah, you know, that we took out that parentheses that uh, on Sunday, because it's after Shabbos, they shouldn't die. Why shouldn't they die? What is, what is, why are they going to die? So we were like, Amr Gelchman and Nodstrom. So Gelchman said, and then Nodstrom. This wasn't excluded from our Shazia, uh, right? Because the, because the Christians keep Sunday, if we fast on Sunday, it's like a slap in the face to them. So we don't want to fast on Sunday and be, uh, you know, and show disrespect to their holiday. Man was created on Friday. So on, on the third day, remember the third day, the third day after man was created, uh, he was born Gamalt, it doesn't say about Mila, but the third day after creation is when they're weak. So uh, he says, you know what, the third day after creation, we're weak. That's after the Mila. What do you see? What is, there's no Mila. Uh, we don't see anything that he had Mila. Apparently, maybe he was Gamalt. He was born Gamalt. So he had a, it was like he had a Mila then too. Or, or maybe Mila is like being, uh, being born. Okay, in any case, he's weak on Sundays. It's the third day. Because he lost his Shami Seir after Shabbos, so he's very weak. That's how you could die. Dumber Shlakish and Shami Seir, Nitnavod, and of Shabbos. A person gets in the Shami Seir and an extra soul, so to speak, Friday before Shabbos. Motzah Shabbos, Motzah Semen, Motzah Shabbos, it's taken away from him. That's why we make the Burman of Summon, right? Shinemar says, Shabbos, Feinofash, Kivan Shabbos, once he finished keeping Shabbos, and then as he finished Saturday, Vai of the Nefesh. Whoa, the Nefesh Seir is gone. That's like Shabbos. Like, whoa, the Nefesh Yisrael is gone. So since on Sunday Nefesh Yisrael is gone, he's like, so to speak, in a weakened state. All these things are, you're weakened, you know. The, the notes are missed, you don't want to show them disrespect. The other reason is because he's weak, because he was born on Friday, so every Sunday you're weak because of that. You know, hard to understand that. And show me Yisrael, okay, he's weak on Sundays, therefore you don't want to fast, put him in a sakana. Monday, by Monday he's recovered, right? With a drink, with yeah. a drink, yeah. The Yom so now, it's, so he said, um, what do we do? On the first day on Sunday, 
He says the he says the parsha in Brachis, the first parsha, which is five psukim, Vayivaker Yom Echad, and then the second parsha, Vayivaker Yom Sheni, right? And then on on the second day he does Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, and so on. So the Gemara is like this: Tana Brachis B'Shnayim, Brachis, the first parsha of Yom Echad, which has five psukim, you read that with two people, right? Yehirakia Be'Echad, and that's only with one person. So then, as a coin, Levi read. The first paragraph, and the second paragraph, the second day is read by Yisrael. So Bishlam I understand. Plus a psukim, it's three psukim. Yeah, every you have to read at least three psukim. So the sec, I understand Yisrael reads the second parsha because that's exactly three psukim. Elabracious, Bishnaim, how do you have two people reading it? Hey psukiyavai, there's only five psukim there. Vatanya, we learn. Hakor betali v'chus migimel psukim. When you read a Torah, you should always, always read three, three mil three. So how do you divide the first parsha? Bracious, b'alikim as shemayim v'aras v'aras v'savavol. And then by Yerbaka Yomachat, so there's five sukkim there. How do you divide that between two people? So Rav Amradolik, Rav says you skip here, meaning you skip back, you you revert back, like Michael, like you do on Rosh Chodesh, right? Where you say a second, you say one pasuk, you end up one pasuk, and you start with the same pasuk. So he says, okay, you repeat, you repeat one pasuk in the middle. Shmuel says Omer pasuk, no, you split the pasuk into two, you split it into two. That's what Shmuel says. That's what you do. Okay, now, but again, the idea is that you read two parshios, even though you're talking about the first day, right? We're saying it's Yom Rishon, Keneged, the Yom Rishon of creation, but you read the first day and the second day. There's no way, there's, none of the days have nine sukkim that you can divide them into three, so you have to read two. But that's like Bakoshi. I'll see why, that, why that's important. Shmuel Mposik. Rav, Rav, my Why does Rav say you go back? Why don't you split the Posik into two? That's how, that's how you assign it. So Ksaber, he holds, like we all call Pesukah Lepaskin Moshe, and Lepaskin and Lay. You're not allowed to split a Pesukah into two. It's especially it's important when you're saying Davin, you're saying Tilim, and you want to answer Kedusha or something, make sure you finish a whole Pesukah. This is really by Torah's motion, not necessarily for Tanakh, right? By Tanakh, we find we do say, uh, especially when it's part of the Tefillah. Like I always say, Anashem we just said Halo, Anashem The Pesukah is Anashem Hashem And we go back in the middle, we say Anashem we and we repeat Anashem we say Hashem's name, even though we're not holding saying a whole Pesukah. But maybe that's only by in Torah's Moshe, not in Nach. In any case, Eos, we don't we don't split. Here we're talking about Psukim from Chumash Bereshis, which is Torah's Moshe. So if Moshe didn't split up, we don't split up a Pusik. That's the rule. So so Rav says it's better to repeat one Pusik, right? The middle Pusik you repeat. Ushmul Amr, Pusik, you split it. So how do you split it? Amr Rav Chanin, Rav Chanin himself, Rav Chanin Kara. This is not the same Rav Chanin of the Amor. Rav Chanin was a he was a Bible teacher. He says, I was very troubled. In other words, I took a lot of, uh, it took great pains uh, to say, listen, I'd like to be able to say half a Pusik. Children who can't say a whole Pusik would then keep their mind straight on it. So for children, I'm allowed to say half a Pusik. Even with Hashem's name, say half a Pusik and go back. So Rav Hanina, the... Uh, the the Chumash the, the teacher said, I was Rav Hanina Gadol, I, I begged him for permission, and he only left for Tinegos Shabbos Rabban. Whole Islam That's the only way to teach him. I got to say half a pasuk. But otherwise, uh, but otherwise, I can't. Right? Uh, otherwise, you're not supposed to. So how does Shmuel say? You know what you do over here? Shmuel says you got five sukkim. You got to divide it between a corn and a levi. Do two and a half for one and two and a half for other. It means you're having saying half a pasuk. Shmuel, hustle time. And why? What's the reason why Chenina Kara, the school teacher, said? That you split it into, he got permission for that for because there's no other way to teach your children. Shmuel Amr Hasam Time Amim Shmuel Efsher. It's impossible. It was I can't teach your children. Hachanami Lo Efsher. Here it's also no other way to do it. I got five sukkim and I got it divided into two. What else can I do? 
Oh, so you might say, what else could you do? You could repeat a pasuk. Ushmul amr pasuk. My time alone. Why does he just go back and repeat the pasuk? That's the famous thing. We'll have this morning in McGill also. What's the idea? If you repeat a pasuk, what's going to happen? If a guy comes in, let's say for Levi, you, you have you have sukkim one, two, three, four, five, right? And if you, Shmuel says, you, you do Pusik three, you split it between the Kohen and the Levi. So, so why don't you just do like uh, Rav said, read one, two, and three for the Kohen, and read three, four, five for the Israel. He says, I'll tell you why. Because if I read uh, one, if I read one, two, three for the Kohen, and then uh, I repeat for the Levi, three, four, five, a guy who came in for Levi, you know, people come in late to shul, and he come in for Levi, he'll think that the Kohen only got one and two. And he'll say, you're allowed to call up a guy from one and two psukkim. And if you, and, and if you, uh, uh, he'll be, he only got one and two. And if you say, if a guy comes in early, he's by, by coin, and then he walks out for Levi, and, and the coin got one, two, and three, and for Levi, you're going to do three, four, and five. He'll say there's only two psukkim left, four, and five. He'll think that the Levi only got four, and five. So you'll come out at the call. People will think that you can read two psukkim also. That's an Aliyah also. So better that shouldn't happen. Better to have two and a half psukkim and two and a half psukkim. Well, why do we care that people come late or people come early? Um, why do we We're care? afraid that they'll learn and they'll follow the wrong thing. Take, no. <laughs> Yeah, right. someone runs and says you're yeah. too no, 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 no. This is that when when they they Seriously. what it wasn't they you know they were in the bathroom they couldn't they couldn't make it it wasn't their fault it wasn't their so fault it, yeah yeah so yeah yeah so you could say enachami or you could say that's Rob's opinion Rob says he discounts it he says that's why he says repeat the pasuk if they come in late I'm not worried about them maybe that's his fara Shmuel says I'm worried about them maybe they couldn't make it in time whatever it was or they had to run out to work you know like my line why does people leave early from shul as a you know, he says, you know, people should think that he's busy, you know, so he had to run out of shul, whatever the reason, right? as a handle. So, any case, anyway, so, so we say here that that's Shmuel's opinion. So, Shmuel says, better split it in two and don't read, don't have one person read, don't have the coin lady each read Pusik number three. Mesve, Parsha Shashisha Psukim, in general, when you're reading the Torah throughout the year, if you have a Pasha that has three, six Psukim, no problem. Koranos Vishnayim, two people can read it. One person reads uh, one, two, and three. One reads four, five, and six. Vishal Chamisha, if you've got a Pasha that only has five Psukim, what's the gear see here? Vishal Chamisha Psukim, Harishon, the first one, Kori Gimel, Hasheni Kori Shnaim, Mi Parsha Zu, Bechni Parsha Cheres. You know what you do? If you've got only five sukkim, so the first guy reads one, two, and three, the second guy reads four and five, and takes a pasuk from the next parsha. Or, uh, right? If the Eshavim Gimel, you should even take three sukkim from the next parsha, so you'll have a total of five. You shouldn't start a new parsha unless you're going to read three sukkim from that parsha. That's improper. It shows disrespect for the parsha. So what do you do? So, so what do you say over here? This is a kasha on both rabbis, both on Rav and Shmuel. The one who says that, what, you can skip back, you can repeat it. So Lidlog, what's your problem? If you have only five, like we said before, one reads one, two, and three, one reads uh, three, four, and five. Whether it's a coin and Levi or Levi Yisrael, same thing. Ulamandam or Posek, and the one who says split it, Lipsuk, split it up, there's no other choice. It's a shiny, awesome display, Rafa. There it's different, because there when you're reading the Parsha in general, so go on to the next Parsha, what's the difference? So go on, keep going, so you keep on going. I assume on Rosh Chodesh, the idea is on Rosh Chodesh, you have that one Parsha, you have to divide it up into 
into three aliyahs, Michael, right before you get to the Yom Shabbos, and you have three aliyahs, and you've got eight psukim, so you got, there's no other, no choice. You're, it's me, it's me, you're reading only something which is me'ain the, the day, right? That, uh, of, uh, you want to get to uh, yeah, Yom Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh, and you're talking about the carbon Talmud and Rosh Chodesh and the Musaf, so nothing else is germane to that day. So here too, that's what I'm saying. When he says over here, in general, when you're reading, so go on to the next parsha. Big deal. You got uh, five sukkim. Have one guy read one, two, and three. Another guy read four and five, and then number one from the next parsha, or number one, two, and three from the next parsha. There's no reason why you have to split it up or repeat. No reason to do the puzzle. But over here, when we're talking about the amados, it was important to stay with the program. Meaning, the first day on Sunday, you're reading Bracious, Why? Right? Because Bracious, you're reading the first parsha Bracious because creation, we're saying that the reason that the world is around is because of the karbonos, so it's all related. But again, so why don't you read, why don't you read Yom Echad, Yom Sheni, and Yom Shlishi? You know, he doesn't say that. He says, no, what do you say? If you have, the first parsha is five, second one's three. So we understand the Yisrael gets three, but the first one's five. So why don't you just say, keep on going to the next one? Apparently it's important to stay on the topic, meaning the first day, Sunday, is Yom Rishon. Monday is Yom Sheni. But on Yom Rishon, we're also doing Yom Sheni because there's no other choice. You've got to have nine sukkim, right? You've got to go on. On Yom Sheni, you've got to have Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi. On Shlishi, you've got Shlishi and Ravid. But you don't want to go on Monday, let's, on Sunday, and say Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, and Yom Shlishi. Why don't you go that? Why do you say that you have to either split up the Pusik or repeat a Pusik? Why don't you go into Yom Shlishi? That apparently will take you out of the topic. You know what I'm saying? The Yom Rishon is related to Yom Rishon. You've got to do Yom Sheni. There's no choice. But to, to say the choice is to do the Yom Shlishi, that's already too much, apparently. Just like in Rosh Chodesh, where we don't say, take another Pusik from another parasha, or start, uh, or start, how do you start in Rosh Chodesh? Start from a Pusik before. That apparently is too, that's too far up. We'd rather repeat a Pusik or split a Pusik than go to another parasha, which is not germane. Whereas this last Gemara that he quoted about Pasha Shashish, is in general when you're reading the Torah. So you can go on, you, like you're reading a regular, you're reading Pasha's Vayigash or whatever, you can go on, it's not a big deal. You don't have to stay on the topic, so to speak. Whereas Rosh Chodesh, we want to stay on the topic. And here in, in my celebrations, we also want to stay on the topic of that day. Only go as far as you can go. That's the only way I understand it, because otherwise, you know, why don't you just say, go into Yom Shlishi? Why, why say split the Pusik or repeat a Pusik, go into Yom Shlishi? Because you want to stay on the topic. Yom Shani, you have no choice, because you got to get nine sukkim. But you don't want to go that far to go into Yom Shlishi. That's how I understand it. All right, we'll pick it from here tomorrow. Mitch and Fafchas. Yeah. Five, you wouldn't be up there. Best solution would be, although I now I see why not, read the five and then read the three. Yeah, but you need three alias. Yeah, so read five. The five is one parsha. So no. Cohen, Cohen reads Cohen five. Reads five. Yeah. Levi reads three. Levi reads three. And what does Yisrael read? Yeah. That's 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 what I, that's what that's what the Gemara is asking. That's what the Gemara says. Why don't you just why, yeah? Why don't you just go on? So I'm saying that's my message. Why don't you go on? So the Gemara says there you can go on, but here you can't. Why can't you hear? Uh, yeah. The same thing over again. Yeah. 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 Right. So I guess this well, is a better. I guess this is a better solution. That's the idea. This is a better solution. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm saying you have nothing else. What are you going to read? Yeah. 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 Yeah.